Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, as you'll know, the result of the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial was that they defamed each other, which is actually what the trial was about. But what exactly is defamation? It's arguable that many people on social media don't have a clue. Consultant solicitor with MediaLawyer.ie, Andrea Martin, joins us now. Afternoon, Andrea. Hello, good afternoon, Sean. Uh, So what is the definition of defamation? Well, the definition of uh, defamation in Ireland is a statement, a published statement which tends to lower somebody in the eyes of right-thinking members of society, uh, sorry, in the eyes of reasonable people. So a defamatory statement in most of the countries where we have this particular type of uh, UK-based defamation law, including the U.S., uh, it's one that affects somebody's reputation in the eyes of third parties. Right, OK. Now, obviously, does it, is it also a requirement of that kind of statement that it has to be false? In order to be defamatory, <clears throat> yes, it needs to be false. But there's an interesting aspect of defamation law, um, which means that the person who publishes the statement is the one who's obliged to show that it's true. So if a newspaper, for example, mm. is sued, they have to, they, they, they need to, other ones need to be able to say, no, this statement was actually true. Uh, so there is a legal standard there behind anything that's published. Uh, yes, there is. Anything that's published, it always needs to be put through a, a, a kind of a filter. Is this statement, does it have a, a defamatory meaning? Because sometimes statements kind of one or two different meanings. But does it have a defamatory meaning? Can we defend it as being true? Or there are other defences that it's an expression of honest opinion based on fact, or it's a fair and reasonable publication in the public interest. Um, so there are various defences. But broadly speaking, if somebody publishes information saying that somebody is a wife beater or a domestic abuser, then the person who published it needs to show that that's true. Mm. When it comes to things like so-and-so is corrupt, uh, is that a defamatory statement? Yes, I think it would. Now, we'd we'd need to have an argument in court or hear about what does corrupt actually mean. But Mm. in my view, to say that somebody is corrupt would mean that they are, for example, taking payments uh, in order to bestow favours in contrary to the public interest and the, the obligations of their office. So, yes, right, okay. that could be defamatory. Yeah, so because routinely you'd hear, you'd see on social media people accusing uh, specific politicians by name of being corrupt without any kind of uh, uh, greater context of in what way they are corrupt. Well, that raises a very interesting point about social media because what a lot of people don't understand is that you can be sued for what you say on social media uh, in theory, exactly the same as you can be sued for something you publish in the newspapers. Mm. What tends to happen is that sort of the, the higher profile the publication, the more likely somebody is to take action arising from it. What might be dismissed as mere social media idle gossip um, would, for example, if it was <coughs> published in uh, one of the big daily newspapers or on News Talk or something like that, would be taken more seriously by the politician concerned. So even though the same rules apply in theory, in practice, um, they tend to be acted on uh, the higher profile the the publication is. Oh, that's interesting. I mean, whether it's a politician or anyone else, but if, 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 
if they go then to a, a solicitor and say, there's loads of people on Twitter saying I'm a crook, um, the, would the advice generally be not to pursue that? The advice probably would be very strategic to say, okay, let's identify who has the biggest following. Let's identify who is the most influential person who's saying this about you and go after them because they're probably causing you the most damage. Mm. Now, when when you say it's an honest opinion, that's not a defence against something that's absolutely untrue, though, is it? It, it? To be able to go, so, no, I really thought that he was a crook, uh, but now I see the error of my ways. Well, the honest opinion needs to be genuinely held, honestly held, and it needs to be based on facts and facts that you can prove to be true. So you can't just express an honest opinion based on a rumour. You need to dig a bit deeper and be able to say, yeah, I know this is why I hold the honest opinion, because I know the facts on which I'm forming my opinion. Honest opinion is a very, very tricky one to bring home. Right. OK. Uh, and, and and when, you know, if somebody takes a defamation uh, proceeding, say, against a newspaper, can they sue the printer, the distributor, the, you know, anybody else involved with that publication? There is a defence called Innocent Publication um, that is available to printers and distributors. In theory, yes, but there is a specific defence set out in the Defamation Act that if the individual didn't know about the content and took reasonable care in printing it and uh, distributing it, then they're not liable. And for that reason, we tend not to see printers and distributors sued. There's a very interesting situation that pertains to online um, uh, platforms like Facebook and Twitter, there are special laws that apply to them. And if they take, if they're asked to take the the, the defamatory content down, and they do so expeditiously, mm. then they're not liable. But if they fail to take it down expeditiously, um, uh, they can be held liable. And that's an EU law. And there are cases all over the EU as to what mean what expeditious takedown means. Yeah, because, yeah, presumably implicit in that is uh, with a degree of speedy, is speediness, but uh, whose definition is, yeah, one person's speedy might be another person's quite slow. Now, there is a, now if you have to defame somebody, even if, you know, you can be on Twitter and you have 100,000 followers and you accidentally defame someone um, by retweeting something, say, for instance, is an apology a defense of any sort? An apology, um, it, it isn't a defence, but what it can do is that it can it can mitigate the, the damages later on. If somebody is, if somebody does sue you for something that you put up on Twitter and you say, well, look, within 24 hours, I realised I was wrong. I took it down. I apologise for it. It's going to show that the person did their best to, 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 to limit the damage that they caused you. Mm. And that would be taken into account when considering how much they ought to pay you for compensation. But they could still, you could still be sued, though, at the same time. You could, yeah. 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 And, and also for clarity for people, there's a difference between saying something defamatory and an insult. As in, there's a difference between bollocks and corrupt bollocks. Yes. <laughs> there is. I don't know if I can use those words on the, on the radio, but you can. <laughs> yes. Uh, but there's it does a defense that used to be called vulgar abuse. Is that still there? Vulgar, vulgar abuse is, is uh, it's not, you know, vulgar abuse wasn't mentioned in the uh, Defamation Act, but I don't think it was, uh, I think it's more a concept that, look, mm. we know this isn't defamatory because it's clearly vulgar abuse. It's a, a sort of a, 
nice gentlemanly way to put it was it, it, it reflects more badly on you than it does on me that you should say such a thing or yeah. use such language. Um, it really isn't a defence that we see in practice very often. But yes, if somebody somebody could could say something hurtful, could say something um, uh, offensive, could say something uh, insulting, but it's not there. There is EU, uh, sorry, European Court of Justice law to show that that is part and parcel of freedom of speech. It's when you actually say something that affects somebody's reputation and based on something that isn't true, then you're in trouble from a defamation point of view. Uh, And Michael on Twitter wants to know, if you use allegedly in your defamatory tweet, is that a defence? No, you need to be very, very (laughs) careful. If, 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 If they had said that Johnny Depp was an alleged wife beater as opposed to wife beater, it's still that wife beater sticks. Mm. So it's a bit of a myth to say that. I always liken that using allegedly as uh, if you imagine you're in a shower rain and you open up an umbrella that's full of holes, you can still be sued. The water will still get through. The damage yes. will still be done. And, and also for, for most media organisations, I mean, mo- mainstream media organisations in Ireland who would have uh, um, libel insurance, in the vast majority of cases, they none of those things go to court because it, even if... Even if the, the, the media organisation thinks that what they've said is fair and reasonable, it's just not worth the expense. That is, and that's regardless of whether there's insurance or not insurance. And that's the problem with uh, defamation actions, particularly in Ireland. It is so expensive for costs and also the amount of awards that sometimes it's a purely commercial decision needs yeah. to be made to say, look, we'll, we'll cut our losses. It's going to cost us too much to argue this. Let's just um, uh, let's just pay the person off and, and, and close it down. But usually where there is a, a really important point of principle at stake and the media organisation is sure of their ground, they'll go ahead and fight it. But it is a huge contraindication. There are a lot of commercially driven decisions made as well as legally decisions, uh, um, driven decisions made. Yeah. Uh, Andrea, thanks a million. That explains the series of grovelling apologies we'll be issuing over the next year or so. You are listening to The Moncrief Show on News Talk. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.